is the Extra Point Podcast from Arizona's family. Well, it's I guess you could maybe call it a slow time in the Valley of the Sun. Maybe because, you know, the Cardinals had a bye and things are kind of winding down there. But there's never a dull moment. Arizona State has a new football coach. The Arizona High School Football Championships this week got on Arizona's family. Let's talk to one of the most dialed-in guys in the Valley now, Just Chili, who actually broke the Arizona State coaching news first about Kenny Dillingham coming to Arizona State. Thought that was cool. We had that report on the extra point. Um, just kind of as you let this settle in, that Kenny Dillingham's the new coach there. What do you think this means to Arizona State in the Valley? Man, this is, for the Valley, this is huge. Uh, everybody always talking about uh, Valley kids aren't recruited enough, aren't supported enough uh, by the leader at Arizona State. And uh, that's all going to change now. Uh, Kenny Dillingham is a spearhead, this movement. And he's going to really, uh, I think, do exactly what he said in uh, activating the Valley. Uh, I think everybody's charged up about this and fired up and we should, because contrary to like whatever belief is out there, uh, the head man at Arizona state really is the most powerful person in football in the state of Arizona. Yeah. Interesting. Very well said. And as you started to catch wind of this, I think it was before Thanksgiving, you had the report. We'd heard the rumblings. I'm sitting there trying to find old friends on Facebook at Chaparral high. And that's where you kind of started, right? Like you, you and Kenny Dillingham came up together, right? Yeah, kind of. Um, look, Coach Ragel, uh, you know, he kind of saved my life when he brought me into uh, DJing high school football games uh, from the sidelines. Uh, I was just a, a young up and coming uh, mouthpiece on a radio station uh, doing the morning show. And Coach Ragel said, hey, look, you know what? I want to build this culture over here. Will you come and DJ the sidelines at uh, my high school football games? And I said, sure, why not? And um, you know, he brought me into it. And ever since then, like I really started building my passion for, uh, you know, high school sports and trying to, uh, give the kids as much exposure and as much opportunity, media opportunity as possible. No, absolutely. And I, we've seen it just explode here on, on the, on the scene in Arizona. Uh, if, if, so first you said saved your life. So kind of flesh that out a little bit. Charlie Ragel's coming back on the staff. Have you told him that? Yeah, no, I, I, this is actually like the first time I'm ever saying this. So this is like, right. This is probably going to probably going to be breaking news when he hears it back, because, um, at the time, you know, I was just doing a lot of stuff with the radio station in Scottsdale, you know, staying out way too late. And, um, since the football games went from like, uh, seven to like approximately like nine 30, like it got me out earlier. And then it made me a little bit tired for when I did my thing at night. So, you know, I was, I ended up getting back home, like at around like, you know, 2 AM after the. Uh, nightlife was all done and uh, collect the check and get back home and I was safe and uh, grab some food and go to sleep and you know yeah uh, coach Regal really you know he doesn't even know but he just did a lot for me so I'm super grateful to see him on the staff and um, getting this opportunity and coming back home and I think that this is going to be an amazing experience uh, for everybody uh, statewide buckle up this thing's going to be huge him, Coach Amy, uh, Coach Dilly, this, Coach Iguano. Like, Coach Iguano is finally going to have the reins taken off of him so that he can finally get loose out there and about like he's always wanted to do. I can't wait. This is going to be exciting. Throw them forks up. Mark, you know the deal. Hey, and so do you think anybody else from the Arizona high school football coaches ranks might join them? And I know there's some sensitivities here that guys still have jobs and stuff like that, but but they, they've they done such a good job of getting people in here. Um, you think anybody else joins the list? You know what? I mean, um, it would be foolish if they didn't at least take a shot. Like while they're, while they're at it right now, uh, 
you know, uh, bringing Ragel and Aguano on this and, you know, having the staff the way it's set up. I mean, they'd be foolish if they didn't at least try to poke at Coach Mons over there at Saguaro. He's uh, he's young. He's not even in the in the prime of his coaching career. Um, and, you know, he's he's on his way to doing something unprecedented with a with a back to back open division championships. If they beat Basha, um, he's already got one of those proved that he could take a four a 4A team and compete amongst the biggest schools, not just in the country, but in the state and take the rigors week after week. Um, it'd be foolish if they didn't at least try to poke at Mons a little bit and uh, see if they can bring him on staff. Yeah. And he's got, he's got, I mean, he's got his hands full this week. He's got a full-time job. So that's, that's going to be definitely a storyline to watch, but what Suaro pulled off on Saturday beating number one Liberty and let take me back to you're a DJ at Chaparral and Charlie Ragel brings you in and you start watching Arizona high school football. Where does a moment like that rank for you? You know, um, it, it, it was weird. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what to think, but um, I scouted it. I scouted it out. Uh, we used to do these things called, uh, called football frenzies uh, at the radio station. We had to give back to the community a little bit. And so, uh, we would come out at lunchtime, DJ for the big high schools and stuff like that for their big games. Um, let the kids vote on the on the website and stuff like that. And um, Coach Ragel was like, you know, I want to do something different. I, I wanna I wanna do it better and bigger than everybody else. And I was like, yeah, I was like, shoot, I was like, just just get any DJ. And he's like, no, 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 no. I want you out there in front of the birdcage uh, on display and bring the trucks out and bring all the radio station whoever you need um we'll take care of it this will this will be crazy and i was like okay whatever and um we did it we did their uh, lunchtime stuff a couple times they had a ton of talented players like connor brewer dylan cousins um they it, it was just a great time man and um he was so cutting edge like you talk about like a player's coach uh coach ragel was definitely that and um, it, was, it was a special time over at Chaparral, and uh, obviously you can see it with the developments of all the guys that made it up over there. Uh, you know, Coach Hamilton is now leading a team over at Desert Mountain. Uh, coach Dillingham obviously climbing quickly um, up to Power 5 coach, youngest Power 5 coach ever. Coach Amy on the staff now here. Uh, coach Huffine over there running the Tempe Union uh, School District. And, you know, Coach Ragel obviously having spent – uh, what seven eight years power five coaching took over uh, an FCS program and now he's back home so uh, you know and that doesn't even include the situation with the guy over at the Raiders like I knew him minimally but I mean yeah it, 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 this is such a cool time and I I hope that everybody in the valley uh, in high school all the way up through college really can appreciate this moment that we're living in no, for sure. And I, I was over there too. I remember the DJ. I mean, I, I called some games for, for Fox Sports and Fox Sports Arizona. And I remember uh, when Suaro played Chaparral and uh, Suaro didn't want to play the game. That was before Mon's time. So, yeah, I mean, we could, I guess, potentially have a Suaro and Chaparral guy teaming up if they poke at Mon's. And, you know, I mean, who knows what he's going to do, but uh, that would that, be interesting. True. Mon's, I think, was an offensive coordinator on that team. He was. On that team in some capacity, I can't remember if he was just coaching JV or if he was offensive coordinator that year. I think he was OC, but yeah, man, no, yeah, you're right, 100%. Yeah, that was, he started the Yargos and then worked his way up, and DJ Foster didn't play in that game, and 
their uh, their uniforms. You couldn't tell what number anybody was. Right, <laughs> there were right, upset right. parents in this. You know what? Jody Jackson that night did go get uh, a parent out of the stands who was frustrated. And uh, Adam Archuleta, my color analyst who's now on the NFL and CBS, said he wanted to bathe in tomato sauce after that game. But I oh, think I man. think it's moments like that. It went viral. Like like that's kind of the stuff that grew the Arizona high school football legend. And to where we are right now, how would you describe the last 10 years here? Yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, the last 10 years, which uh, kind of around that time starts my, uh, you know, journey into this space. Um, look, Regal was like the coach, the hot coach at the time. Um, had a fantastic squad that won three in a row. Uh, and then Iguano kind of segued into Iguano. Uh, and then Mons, you know, fits in there. So, you know, it, it's quite a time to have been coaching, um, you know, to, to deal with all these high school coaching personalities and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, be around all those guys. And, um, you know, for somebody like me, just coming up, trying to figure things out on social media and, you know, transform my uh, radio personality into, you know, getting some analyst work done and uh, dealing with all these college coaches. Um, you know, it, it's, it's pretty surreal. And, Man, I'm just I'm just loving the ride and uh, the opportunities to you know create a platform for some of these kids to uh, take advantage of. Well, and you know you were kind of one of those first guys out there with the cell phone, and we everybody was trying to figure that out. And I actually have a picture of Brock Purdy after they beat I think it was Mountain Point over at McClintock, and I'm interviewing him, and he's got like a microphone still on him. And uh, you, you, I think you got Brock Purdy as your player of the game at some point, probably about five times. What's it been like watching his magical ride here? Man, Brock Purdy's journey has been absolutely amazing. Uh, this is a kid that I remember after a game, um, you know, he was frustrated by the whole recruiting uh, that was going on um, because a lot of us felt, uh, me, uh, my guy Ralph Amzin, um, you know, a lot of us felt that Brock Purdy was worthy of a variety of offers, ASU included, um, and he wasn't getting them. He wasn't getting the looks that he deserved. And, you know, I remember talking to him after a game one time, and I was just like, hey, man, you're you're one of the best quarterbacks that I've seen in the state. Um, this is before I started branching out, covering around the country, but uh, you're one of the best quarterbacks I've seen in the state. Uh, you're going to get an opportunity. Uh, just be patient. Just keep being patient. And I think he kind of, I think he kind of like just took a deep breath in that moment. It was like, Hey, maybe this guy actually is right. Maybe, maybe, maybe that opportunity is going to come. Like, I'll just work this thing out. And then shortly after that, it was, um, Alabama offered, um, Arizona state had, uh, brought him in, um, Iowa state offered and, uh, he got one other offer. I can't remember, but you know, it was just, it was just cool to see him getting those, um, opportunities and watching him grow into them. You know, I thought that, you know, maybe he would choose Alabama just because it would kind of be, um, the, I told you so I told you I could make it to the biggest place. He ended up choosing Iowa state, which I think was a better fit for him. And, you know, he, he killed it over there. He did great. Um, Brock Purdy is always going to do the Brock Purdy of things, which is, um, thrive when people think that he can't can you when imagine thinks that he can't he's going to thrive and be the best and so now he's got this situation with the 49ers um hopefully he starts the rest of the way and just increases his stock and you know again just does the brock purtiest of things can you imagine if he were to bring a team back here to play in the super bowl in 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 the in his home stadium in the stadium in his hometown what that would be like 
Man, I, I can't I can't really like cheer for the Niners like that. Um, but I will I will always cheer for Brock Purdy, and that would be absolutely amazing. That would be such the um that that would be the next Disney movie. That would be the next Disney movie. We've had Kurt Warner, now we'll have Brock Purdy. Well, and you think about you you go back to a guy like that couldn't get a look from ASU and you, you kind of scratch your head here and you look at what's going on in the transfer portal. Does this get fixed by this coaching staff as you see some of the names start to pop up of people who are making their way to Tempe? Yeah, you know what? Um, recruiting isn't an exact science. Uh, it, it's tough. It, it, it's a tough space to navigate, and it's tough. Uh, it's a tough thing to explain to everybody. Um, I think that I think that a lot of the kids that were missed on. Um, by Arizona State staffs in the past, the the Ty Robinsons, the Brock Purdy's, um, kids like that. I, I don't think that those guys are going to be missed anymore. Um, the guys like the Jake Smiths, the Keeley Ringos, the Spencer Rattlers, we will be way early on. And actually, we were kind of early on uh, Spencer Rattler, if I remember correctly, early-ish. Um, but I, I, I know that this staff for sure will be early and will hit on at least recruiting and offering um, kids timely, I would say probably seventy-five to eighty percent of them. Did did, did I did I see a wildcat today? Is 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 making his way to Tempe? Is that how crazy this is getting in the portal? Hey, Dorian, look, the transfer portal has changed has changed all the rules that we know as people. It's it's a new free agency, right? Um, when when free agency really started to hit uh, basketball heavy, like you started seeing guys that um, played for played for like the Knicks played for the Celtics and uh, the rivalries kind of died a little bit, but um, the rivals, the rivalries will remain, but yes, Dorian Singer jumped in the portal. I am hoping with everything in my body trying to manifest is that Dorian Singer comes and throws these forks up uh, to finish out his college career. Um, He's, he's an absolutely special player that was missed on by everybody uh, U of A gave him a PWO opportunity. He took advantage of that, made it, got an, got a scholarship over there, and is fully worthy of you know getting some of his NIL money and you know getting a scholarship to his next school wherever that is. Um, so good luck to him wherever. But I would love to see him in maroon and gold. Can Can ASU, in your opinion, compete with in-state talent and and, and make a make a run at being a, a national contender here? Yeah, 100%. Uh, Dillingham has a ton of experience recruiting across the nation. Uh, my man's been at Memphis, Auburn, Florida State, and Oregon. Like, he knows what it's like to sit in those rooms with all that five-star talent and uh, try to, try to you know, swing swing them to the school that he's at. So I think that I think that he'll be okay um, leading the way in recruiting nationally. And then, obviously, like Coach Ragel, uh, he's been up and down California, having been at Arizona, and then, obviously, Berkeley. So uh, he knows what that's like. And uh coach amy has an absolutely infectious personality i i've dealt with a bunch of kids that absolutely love him he did uh the big man competition at my seven on seven event flight club uh a couple years ago and the kid the kids gravitate to him they really really like him i fully expect that this staff is gonna is not only gonna attack the portal but attack local and try to get some people to flip and you know we'll see how that all works out but yeah i think that nationally these guys can be players and i think that uh locally is is where you're really going to see it the top like the top like 10 15 20 kids whatever whatever is really in that top tier fully expect arizona state to go after all of them but probably 
uh, obtain, I would say 40 to 50% of them. Wow. Wow. There's that much energy for the program. That's awesome. I think so. I think so. I think that this is, Hey, this, this is going to be a special time for Sun Devil fans. And, and Tristan Monday, uh, the Wisconsin defensive end, it looked like that, that might be a guy heading this way. Is that, Yeah, that, that, I think that's a done deal. I saw on his Instagram that he already put uh Sun Devil football on there. So um, I, I think that that's, I think that that's a done deal. And uh, he's one of the best uh, edge rushers that's been, um, that's been in Arizona, you know, past, uh, you know, half decade. So uh, he's absolutely special and will be fun to watch in maroon and gold for sure. Uh, buckle up. Frank Cushfield's about to be serious next year. You think, I mean, I think I love the way that they are just trying to build this thing back with local guys. And you think every local guy has, if you put in a, put a, fill the stadium with people they know, that's, that's what's going to bring it back. That's special. Is that kind of the strategy here is to just get the way to get the Valley all in is to actually get the Valley all in the stadium. Yeah, Mark, I think you're right. You know what? Um, you know, you bring some familiar names, some people. Uh, everybody's on social media right now, and they're all following somebody. They're all following you uh, or me or um, you know some of the other some of the other guys, uh, Kevin McCabe, and you know, all of us are tweeting at some point or another about a kid, and people are figuring out like, oh, hey, the name recognition is going to go together. And yeah, look. I, I expect Sun Devil Stadium, it's not going to fill up overnight, but I expect Sun Devil Stadium to be a little bit better uh, than it was last year. And I expect the I expect the record to reflect, uh, you know, what's going on also. I, I don't expect a three and nine team. One thing that I do want to say, Aguano got a raw deal. That was a tough situation. Yeah. And I hope that everybody understands that because I really think that it was his coaching staff that failed him. It wasn't the players. It wasn't, it wasn't him. He put in the work, but he had to obtain like play calling duties, on offense and then like all of a sudden the defense wasn't working like it the the ask was way too much for any one single man nobody could have done what aguano did and what he what he was able to do in terms of putting the culture in there and uh building the family atmosphere i, I really think that he deserves a lot of credit for that right and i mean look what he did at chandler high school i mean that was that that was a monumental accomplishment in and of itself and then you're hearing Oh, if ASU doesn't beat Washington, then uh, the Pac-12 might get a representative in the college football playoff because what he pulled off, if, if not Washington goes to the Pac-12 championship game, right? Yeah, look, you know, um, I, I think I think we all saw, I think we all saw what it was. Um, you know, it was a combination of things. Uh, you know, uh, Coach Guano uh, had had some had some of this magic, and uh, Trenton Borgay jumps in at the right time and. Um, has some of his magic. And, you know, when the two of them were together, uh, I, I think that they were able to to accomplish a lot. And one of those things was pulling off that upset uh, versus Washington. Another one was uh, getting that dub versus Colorado on the road. And I think it really showed, like, uh, where this program could go with a couple of Arizona guys um, in, in in the front seats. So, you know, now we got we got Dillingham out, out there in the, you know, as the head coach, uh, you know, I think we got Borgay, you know, entrenched as a starter. He's a returning starter. Um, and then Coach Guano, you know, uh, I think that he's definitely getting the chance, like I said earlier, to, you know, take over the Valley recruiting. And uh, he's going to make a splash. He's going to get to do all the things that, like, he was never allowed to. Yeah. And, I mean, having all the – I mean, that just – those are those are all our guys. As, you, as you've yeah. seen – I remember watching Arizona high school football when I first got here in 2006 and thinking – you know, and I'm from Texas, and I was thinking, man, this isn't this isn't quite uh, up up to up to par with that. But you watch it now, and I mean, I, I've been here for 16 years, and I'm like, this is legit. Like, this is it's amazing how it's exploded. And I, you know, I'm gonna give you all the credit because when you started, 
you know, covering it. Uh, that that's where the explosion started. You and Ralph. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, no, uh, you know, uh, I'm grateful. Uh, Ralph pulled me out of radio. Um, Ralph pulled me out of radio and asked me if I wanted to do this thing with him, C-Town Rivals podcast, and uh, cover these six Chandler teams and um, Chandler's growing. And yeah, and we did that. And then we did the Arizona varsity thing. Um, he brought me into that with him too, uh, with rivals. And so, you know, it's been, it's been a fun ride. Uh, I have no idea uh, where this, where this exactly takes me, but um, through it, I've been able to build, you know, a lot of uh, good relationships with yourself, uh, with uh, Kevin McCabe. And, you know, it's just been so cool. I mean, you know, in the, in the last like five years, we've had a national Gatorade player of the year. And, um, you know, 10 years ago, like, I, I don't know if we were ready for all that. And, you know, it's just, it's just been cool watching all these kids grow up and accomplish great things. Uh, seeing Spencer Rattler, uh, you know, good, good or bad reviews or whatever, seeing Spencer Rattler with his uh, QB one show on Netflix. Um, you know, I, I don't think it did him justice. And I think that uh, the directors kind of did him a little dirty. Um, that That's a, that's a good kid right there. That's a good kid with a good head on his shoulders. Uh, great, great job parenting um, by Mama and Papa Rattler. Um, and yeah, I, it's just been fun. Uh, Bajan with his uh, amazing mustard deal and the Lamborghini deal. Need one of those. Yeah, we do. We do. That's 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 in the next ten years, I think. I think we gotta you, yeah. get you and Ralph. By the way, I had to text Ralph and say, "Hey, what is what is his name? Like, I just know him as Just Chili. I didn't know your first name was Jay." Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, man. Um, that that's been that's been the biggest mystery, right? Uh, you know, as as I kind of put it out there, uh, it, I, I guess I get to check that box for being in SI, and uh, I think every kid dreams of a. Uh, you know, one day making it onto ESPN plays of the day. I think a lot of us grew up uh, saying like, hey, I wanted to be in Sports Illustrated um, in some capacity. And uh, my flight club event uh, that I do every summer uh, for the past few years uh, got me in there. So, you know, I want to shout out my man, John, for putting me in there and uh, making a kid's dream come true. Right. So, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's it's been cool. It's been it's been a fun ride. And and yeah, man, I I don't know where this ends up taking me, Let's, but I, I do got to get you out to Flight Club next year. Okay. Yes. Let us For know. Because sure. I, I need you to cover. I need my man yeah. Mark McLuhan to do some stories. Yeah. Do some uh, green carpet stuff with my guys all.net Yeah. And I need to make this thing happen. Let's do it. All right. So when is it? And what? What? Yeah. What? What is your uh, next order of business here after the state championship games? After the state championship game, probably take a little bit of a break. Obviously, we've got the holidays coming up, New Year's, things like that. Um, you know, I'll probably take a little bit of a break and then I'll, I'll hit the ground running, covering seven on seven tournaments and, uh, whatever else camps, things like that for rivals. Um, you know, it, starting in January, I'm guessing, uh, Super Bowl is going to be here. So, so Mark, if you need an intern, let me know. I'm down <laughs> to do any sort of coverage that you might need nightlife lifestyle. Uh, I can do it all. You need to talk about the sneaker game that everybody's got on their feet. I'm totally down. I can hook that up. Um, whatever, whatever you got an opening for, I'm applying. Oh, we know it. We know you'd be great. All right. All right. Uh, the bosses will be listening to this and I will definitely, uh, let them know that for sure. What, what do you think? Uh, I guess before, before you get out of here, let's get a Super Bowl prediction. Will Brock Purdy be here with the Niners and also some predictions for this weekend for the state championship games in Arizona? Um, okay. The Super Bowl prediction first off, uh, I'm, I'm gosh, I, I'd like to I'd like to see uh I'd like to see one of our Arizona guys come back here uh with an opportunity, whether it's Brock Purdy as a quarterback or uh maybe my guy Kerry Taylor as a coach with the on the on the Buccaneers oh, staff. Wow, that'd be great. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I definitely. So I think with that, you know, look, we got a good shot at having one of those guys here. Um, maybe Mahomes, maybe Mahomes uh, brings his Mahomes down here and, uh, you know, come get some of that work or or maybe Burrow can get things right. Joe Shiesty, one of my, I, I think he'd be good for the press and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, look, I, I, th- I think we have a good chance of getting one of our Arizona guys down here, whether it's Brock Purdy uh, at quarterback would be a great story or uh, maybe Coach Taylor. Um from the Buccaneers. I think that, that either one of those would be cool. And I know we got a ton of kids balling out there uh, for some teams. Um, but yeah, I think one of those two would be amazing. All right. Let's go open division championship. Do, do you give predictions? I mean, it's, 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 yeah. 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 What do you, what do you think is going to happen in that one? Um, I, I th- this game is going to be a pick em. This game is going to be a pick em. Um, right now I kind of want to go with Basha because I think Basha has a little bit more depth but it's so hard to count Saguaro out with what they did. Devin Dampier got that Dampier magic that he did last year, and he's pulling it out again, uh, showcasing what he's capable of. Um, look, Saguaro's playing playing the best football right now, um, just like they were last year at this time. Um, I, gosh, I, I, I'm going to take a team and a pick them, which my, my, my pick might change tomorrow. Um Give give me this too. Give give me uh right now. You know I'm gonna go recency bias. Recency bias. Give me Saguaro right now and a pick him. All right, that that that's kind of how I'm leaning to. I think if if you to 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 beat the champs, to be the champs, you have to beat the champs. I think the champs 100%. have done it before. But man, Basha Basha looked good the other night against Chandler. So hey, cannot thank you enough for your time. Uh, let's do this again. And I'm gonna go ahead and work on the uh, the Super Bowl intern deal right now and see see what we can dig up. You're a blessing, Mark. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. The Extra Point Podcast is a production of 3TV, CBS5, and azfamily.com in Phoenix, Arizona.